Hey folks, Ben Sholock here, co-host of I Learn Nothing and tenured professor of philosophy at Princeton University, letting you know about our sponsor, Kyrgyz. Kyrgyz are luxuriously crafted wool felt slippers made by an all-women's art collective in the Central Asian country of Kyrgyzstan. They're made in a tradition that's thousands of years old and fit your feet like a dream. Not only that, but Kyrgyz offers its artisans and craftswomen financial security, a safe working environment, and a stake in their own futures. That's why we're offering 15% off your next purchase with the promo code NOTHING in all caps at checkout. History will look upon you favorably if you go to kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S.com, and support these fine women. It will look upon you forever as the devil if you don't. Don't be a tough guy. Don't be a fool. I will call you later. International. guests uh thank you for joining us here on i learned nothing episode 107 a philosophy podcast for irredeemable idiots my name is uh benjamin c cholock hey ben uh, i am the <laughs> fucking ass i am uh <laughs> the uh uh shogun of princeton university uh, and across from me is uh, your Padawan. Yeah, is my honored Padawan. Yeah, that, is, that's a, that's a thing. That's which... Japanese for for servant, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Padawan. Yeah. The, well, a lot of people don't realize that a lot a lot of Star Wars comes from uh, Japanese uh, culture. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys like know. Jar Jar. Well, there's a, there's there's a thing where in Japan where if you in I, you know how like in in some cultures, you know if if you burp, it's a it's sort of like saying like. Oh yeah, it's like Congrats it's a compliment. To the chef. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Japan, if you really, really like the food, you you cut the other guy's uh, arm off with a lightsaber, <laughs> and they you have cut... lightsabers there. Yeah, and yeah. then they get it's mechanical ones. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> a lot of people in that series got their hands cut off. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about. I guess so. Uh, I wonder if it's symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most things are in film, unfortunately, <laughs> especially in fucking Lucas's. I mean, that that has to be the most symbolic. That dude loved fucking uh, Carl Jung shit. Yeah, he loved symbolism and uh, not communicating with his actors. Yeah. He really, really was a fan of both of those things. Um, well, <laughs> action. Okay, guys. Yeah, you told me that he would just say action. Well, that's what they said. And then, not, and then not give any direction. He gives no direction. <laughs> There's a behind-the-scenes video of Phantom Menace where, like, he just says to some guy, he's like, the guy's like, are you going to like be the one who says action? And he's like, yeah. Well, unless I forget. It's like, well, all right, George. God damn it, All right, George. you're literally the director of this. Well, yeah, no direction. To, to, and I, 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 never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got into it on our Patreon, which, folks, check out our Patreon for uh, bonus content. Yeah, uh, no, normally uh, on, on this one, you teach me about philosophy. Yeah. We all hate it. However, on the, on the, the Patreon, I get to teach you about anything. Uh, last time we Whatever just, you want. 
uh, I discussed with you a uh, these like magic heads, these stone heads. Yeah. That like summoned a uh, cosmic wolf god. I hated that one not because it was like scary or anything, but because but because it was so fucking annoying. Yeah, there's a lot to it. It was just irritating that it just didn't. All right, well, I'm not gonna fucking. Well, real quick before before we get started, I, I do want to point this out. Yeah. So we we I in a misguided attempt uh, to get more listeners, which somehow worked. <laughs> I said that if we hit sixty people on our Patreon, yeah. Then I record a, a three-song EP of Death Cab covers. I don't know what I don't know how we got to that point in that, our conversation, but we're reaching that number uh, very quickly, and I'm very annoyed. Yeah, myself. now you're nervous. I'm very annoyed. Well, not nervous. I'm just annoyed because now I have to do this. But what we're also going to do, folks, if we had 65 listeners, okay? Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. So uh, last month, uh, our uh, our frog throated friend uh, J- Jake Flores uh, stayed <laughs> stayed over a uh, oh, ribbit stayed over <laughs> at my apartment. Oh, he was doing a frog. Oh, this is my lily pad. Oh, find your own lily pad. <laughs> we um, he was at the altercation uh, comedy festival, and they gave him a goodie bag. I guess they give all the performance goodie bags. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Whoa! Well, oh, he left it. Oh, he left Shit. it here. I have Jake Flores' goodie bag. What's in it? Um, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, all kinds of random. Wait, is this knick-knacks. is this what you're offering for? What some... I'm saying is that if we <laughs> once we get 65, <laughs> I will randomly pick a name from our Patreon, okay. and I will mail them Jake Flores' goodie bag. <laughs> okay. So, folks, five dollars a month will get you. Then you could probably sell this on eBay. You know? Yeah, you can probably sell it on eBay. Once this he gets belonged famous. to the Jake Flores. Yeah, when he when he kills himself, it's really gonna skyrocket. In oh God! Well, yeah. yeah, and he'll probably end up killing himself once he finds out I have his goods, his goodies. <laughs> Look at this. I'm gonna open the bag. It says "Blood, Sweat, and Punk." It's a CD, I guess. I don't know who that is. <laughs> what else? There is a uh, a stainless steel hip flask. Well, that's cool. That's kind of cool. Which is kind of nice. Um, a shot, a little a shot, shot glass. glass with no writing on it. <laughs> so just, <laughs> it looks like some someone's shot glass. Yeah, I think it might have just fallen in. Maybe uh, there's a koozie, there's a <laughs> a piece of paper with the lineup on it for some reason. So, folks, all of this can be yours if you for the low low price of five dollars a month. Five dollars a month, folks. We will you get an extra bonus. You get at least four episodes uh, per month. Sometimes we get one a week, sometimes it's two a week, depending upon our schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, $5 a month supports the podcast and gets you even more content to devour <laughs> with your greedy teeth and throat. Come on down. I learn nothing. Patreon, bitch. <laughs> and if you do $10 a month, we tell you who did 9-11. Yeah. We, we were, did we, enough we, research. You can be a truther, just like the rest of us. <laughs> I'm a, No, dude, I'm a seeker. Well, yeah, but you're also a truther. And I found the truth. Yeah, it's been under our nose the entire I time. I truthed. Yeah, <laughs> you truth. We truthed. <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, the verb form of of, of truthing. Well, speaking of truthing, yeah, what are we here to do? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we have a guest on who's supposed to uh, tell me the sub whatever the fucking uh, subject is or whatever. I don't even know what it is. I already forgot. <laughs> well, I mean, it is philosophy, right? It's a philosophy podcast. So today, hey, you already said that. We've uh, we've brought in a guest. Uh, to talk of an expert, yeah, an expert. 
Yeah, a local correspondent, Eric J. Nagurney. Hey, guys. Yeah. What's up? The Gurn Dog. It's me, the Gurn Dog. Hey, hey, you're gonna Gurn that dog. (laughs) Yeah, you're gonna Gurn that dog. The Gurn Dog is back. I'm back for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I've been on this before, but I'm back. Yeah. Back for the yeah, I'm well, back, baby. That's a ludicrous album, I think. Back for the first time. It is. So I do consider but you sort of the the ludicrous of uh, of our scene. <laughs> yeah, me yeah. too. You know, I've always considered myself that. Sure. Yeah. What I love about <laughs> the, ludicrous, the ludicrous of, of of Austin comedy. I think we've discussed this before, but I love the lyric that he has where he goes. He has 20-inch thighs make 20-inch eyes, which means you just see a lady with huge thighs, and your eyes go, awooga. I just love that idea. I like his line, uh, I got my condoms in a big-ass sack. I got my condoms in a big-ass sack. Yeah. Why not? A sack full of condoms? I like the one where he says, what you got in that bag? Yeah. In yeah. The video, Probably the more condoms. The bag gets really big. Yeah. Probably it's a good follow-up. It kind of uh, develops the universe that he's yeah. building, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm interested <laughs> the in... Ludiverse. Yeah, I'm the inter- Ludiverse. Yeah. I'm interested in... Uh, yeah. The Ludiverse. <laughs> the LCU. Yeah. The, the Ludiverse Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Doesn't even work. Is it? <laughs> you already said verse. What? <laughs> the first word. <laughs> Well, wouldn't that be that would that would just be the fucking entire Fast and Furious? Yeah, he's in fact he's he's in he's even in, the ones he's not in. <laughs> he's in Crash too, which is so funny. Have you rewatched oh, yeah. that movie lately? No, I watched it for the first time. Okay, so I remember seeing that movie in theaters, and I remember like thinking it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then like, but it's one of those things where like the more I thought about it afterward, I was like, oh, that was heavy handed. Yeah. And then like, it's one of those Oscar wins where like like even the director and writers like yeah we shouldn't have won. <laughs> like it's yeah. just it's a film Everyone's that like I don't think it's aged it. very well, and it, like it was it was up against a bunch of other good films that it, it beat. So yeah, I don't know any. Do you remember any of the films that it was up against? Uh, uh, no, I, mean, I remember Brokeback Mountain was like the big favorite. Oh really? And, and that then, didn't win? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a bad look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all I do know is that. Um, uh, that the guy who wrote that movie was the guy who basically like broke open the whole Scientology Whoa. witch hunt thing. Paul which, Haggis, not yeah. witch hunt. I shouldn't say witch hunt because witch hunt. <laughs> Jesus because, Christ! Yeah, it makes it sound like I'm a Scientologist. I know. All right, deep state Benny. What else do you have? <laughs> but, to... but it just they did they, they did like it broke open the whole thing, so everyone was fucking like going after Scientologists, rightly so. Sure. But um, yeah, he he was because he he his interview led to that book going clear. Oh wow! Which mm. was like a, the the big thing that started everything. All right, so yeah, yeah it was up yeah. against Brokeback Mountain. Uh, Schindler's List. Slumdog. Years a slave. Yeah. <laughs> Slumdog millionaire. Wait. Uh, let's. Oh no! Really? Sorry. No. Sorry. That, that was. Right. Sorry. I, I read that incorrectly. Uh, that was one of the worst winners of Best Oscar thing. Slumdog Millionaire, oh. Chicago, and Crash. But it was up against uh, Brokeback, Munich, uh, Good Night, and Good Luck. Capote. Okay. Capote. Yeah. Capote. My name is Jimmy Capote. <laughs> no, that's not what he sounds like. Ah, I need some more. <laughs> I need some more Sunday gravy. I love me, mom. My no. name is Juna Capote. No, that's not what he sounded like. Oh, I'm Capote. I'm in cold blood over here. <laughs> it's more like, oh, I'm Capote. And uh, where's my red sauce? He did have and a, yeah. Yeah, he, he really, his voice is exactly what you think it is. When you look at him, you look at him and you think, I think I know what this guy's voice sounds like. And then you hear him and you go, yep. Yeah. Checks out. Checks out. Uh. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, that's a well. You know what? I'm gonna <laughs> just gonna like we're get starting out of this one yourself. <laughs> a new segment. Okay, it's okay. called literary 
for your literary consideration. And this bit, every okay. week, we give out a book recommendation. And I think In Cold Blood is, a, is the okay. inaugural one. It's a very good book. I've never read it. You should read it, my friend. Okay. You should gurn that dog. I'll gurn that dog. Yeah. Hmm. What, 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 do you have a literary yeah, what's your consideration? I have all sorts of literary considerations because... Uh, <laughs> My su- my topic that I'm bringing forward to you, knowledge boys, yeah. is about the, one of the most important Japanese authors of the 20th century. Whoa, Yukio Mishima. Yukio Mishima, a true f- freaking wild boy. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's... a spicy meatball of a man. So that's your uh, your pick, Ben. I know you I don't mean, finish no. books, but do you have a, a like the first hundred pages of a book that you want to recommend? I'll go with the one book that I have finished, uh, yeah. the Holy Bible. Wow. So we've got the Bible, we have this character, and we have yeah, In Cold one. Blood by Truman Capote. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Um, but yeah, we are here because uh, uh, Eric reached out with a topic which I think was uh, going to be very interesting, uh, and it deals with uh, Japanese philosophy as a whole and it, their whole mindset. Their whole stees. <laughs> yeah, their whole stees, um, which as a race scientist, I'm allowed to say they. Um, but... <laughs> we also talking about a culture. It's yeah. not like it's not that weird. But Ben is a confirmed racist. Yeah, I'm a confirmed racist. Ben is into phrenology. Uh, he has all kinds of cool stuff at his house. I remember yeah. I went over to Ben's house one time, Eric. You, you might get a kick out of this. Sure. And uh, I went over there, and uh, he has like this weird back room uh, where he has all these different like all this different scientific equipment mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, I looked at it. And where was, could that possibly be located? In the back of your. The house. back of my house? Yeah, in your secret race room. That's what Ben calls it. <laughs> he goes, this room. is where I do my race uh, science. science. And I go, all right, that's weird. And I ask no questions. I go, well, all right. Okay. Never? <laughs> no, I don't. Because uh, once again, that's hmm. a lie. Uh, okay, what, well, I guess I'm probably just thinking of someone else then. What isn't a lie, though, is... Uh, <laughs> the love of Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, my love and yours of Jesus Christ... And Eric, do you love Jesus? I'm um, Catholic, so yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. Three nice. Catholic boys. Okay, sweet. Here. Uh, uh. Yeah, dude. We call that the uh, the Trinity. Uh, the Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy Trinity. <laughs> What's a three a three item thing that we could reference from Christianity? Hmm. Dude. Yeah, I know. If only there was one that was very very important. Yeah. If only there was an example of that that they literally you know started crusades for. If there was only a. You ever read about the crusades? Yeah. Ghastly stuff. It is pretty ghastly. It's pretty messed up. Yeah. Um, Just I'm my, starting the new one. My opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I think we. Sh- you know what? If we get a thousand dollars a month on our Patreon, we can start a crusade. We'll start a crusade. <laughs> so here's what it is: if we get sixty people, we gotta we gotta get into the topic at some point. Then we have to record that EP. Sixty-five. Sorry, you Eric. can win. Oh, it's okay. You can win Jake Flores's prize pack. A thousand bucks a month. We'll. Start a new <laughs> religious crusade. <laughs> a violent crusade. Yeah. Endorsed by the Pope. Yeah. Why not? Like, is it going to be different than the first crusade? Or is it just going to be like kind of a throwback, like retro thing? Well, we're just doing the same thing. Kind of the same thing. I'm going to, you know how like uh, there's like Krav Maga, which is like the official martial art of like Israel or whatever? <laughs> sure. I have an official martial art of being, of Pat Dean. And I'm going to, I can't, I'm going to teach you guys it. It's called, uh, it's called. Fat foo, and I teach you how to <laughs> use your body in uh, in ways that are technically illegal in the eyes of God. <laughs> illegal in the eyes of God. That's yeah. called a sin, right? <laughs> Sinful ways. Well, you know, isn't that also what just I'm that's dri- what, that, Ben? I'm dripping with sin. That's that's what Steve. That's what Steven Seagal does. 
Sin? It's basically no fat foo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Known sinner. <laughs> yeah, he does uh, a keto, I believe. Yeah, oh. which I think is like the is it's, is the martial arts for fat people. Well, yeah, because you kind of just if if I know it correctly, which I'm sure I don't, you use <laughs> I'm like sure you don't. The other you've person's... never taken a class for it. <laughs> well, you don't know that. How would you possibly know it? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you with me every second of every Have day? Have you taken an, one Aikido class? No, I haven't. But however, I've read about it on the internet, and I think what you do is you use other people's force against them. So you can yeah, just you be like it. a fat piece of shit and just flip people around. Yeah, yeah, but what yeah. if they're not moving? And then you'd be like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> hey, could you like try to hit me first? Well, no? I guess it's because it. it's a self-defense thing. If you if they're not doing anything, then you also do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the move. Then you guys get along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you uh, then you become friends. Dude, I, there's, this, there's this guy online who has this thing where it's a martial art, but it's just talking. And what it is, is he just teaches you how to, like, talk attackers down. And it's just, like, it's so fucking lame. <laughs> Isn't that just called ne- hostage negotiations? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's very bizarre. Uh, so I don't know if you ever actually learn how to punch anybody, but I guess you learn debate. I don't know. Yeah, that just sounds like debate. Okay, I'm not. Okay. Eric, you want to? Hello. <laughs> I, was... I can't wait to kick your ass with my words, dude. <laughs> So who is Yukio Mishima? Oh, and what is his problem? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> this guy has so many problems. Yikes! Okay. And like, I mean, he has so many problems, but also kind of li- lived like a sort of kick-ass, pretty good life. Uh huh. Like he was, I think, as successful as you can be while being as. Innerly troubled, yeah, as possible. Wow, it's um, kind of a swashbuckling life. Yeah, yeah, no. swashbuckling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This he, guy, you'll like this guy probably. Because, nice. <laughs> um, even though, well, what about like just uh, like bio facts or oh, just, like, buddy. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, long story short, just kind of a quick synopsis of who he is. He is a uh, an author in like kind of mid twentieth century Japan, super popular author, super mm-hmm. influential, uh, one of my favorite authors of all time. Um, <laughs> he's also like he was an actor and like a playwright and like a bodybuilder for a very strange reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Wait, is that a, a a reason that we know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's, okay. We'll cover it's that. It's pretty wild. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's reasons for almost anything is pretty wild. Um, he was also like in his later years a like kind of far right radical, yeah, and like militia leader, <laughs> and also a very active homosexual. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that. Okay, so you you approached me with the topic, and I I thought that this guy sounded fascinating. So, uh. We both uh, did our research. You did yours into his actual biography. And I, I did nothing. I, sure. And you did nothing, which is fine. <laughs> that's, that's the role well, you I play. I didn't know. Pat is he... currently doing his research. <laughs> yeah, right now. He's like following up. I'm looking at ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> the website has you two. We're talking about some fucking guy. Um, but um, he, uh, wait, first of all, when was he born? Uh, 1925. 1925. Okay. Golden years. <laughs> okay. So one of the things that I found the most interesting and what I... Uh, wanted to kind of cover from a philosophical point of view is his his attachment to the like Bushido code mm-hmm. right uh, and just kind of the uh, the Japanese mentality at that time like f- during the war and then kind of post-war with a lot of like just as a culture that had been sort of 
cut off from the rest of the world for a little while and then trying to reintegrate but still maintain their identity. Yeah. And boy, howdy, have they. Like <laughs> They did it. And they did it. They, they did, did a it, great baby. job, honestly. Like, they did a great job. They're killing that. You know there. what? <laughs> How about a round of applause for Japan? A round of applause for the Japanese, yeah. So put your cover back. Hang in there, baby. Huh? The cover of your... Oh, sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, sorry about the bomb. But anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> um, I kind of wanted to cover some of that stuff, but uh, let's hear more about Yukio. Okay, so born 1925, and like his life was pretty normal for about 49 days. <laughs> okay, 49 days, smooth sailing, just nice. being a baby. Yeah. That's all you can ask for in this life. It's just 49 smooth days. Yeah, he got them in a row too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure we've had, we have 49 days that we can count up, right? Yeah, I'm sure I do. That sure. Are, but but they've been punctuated by horrible tragedy and trauma. I'm sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like <laughs> everyday living is horrifying. Like, I don't know what my first 49 <laughs> days were like. I have but, to imagine they were pretty. Confusing. I mean, the first yeah, probably think about how you know, how annoyed you'd be if you were like a day old. You'd be like, you can't even really see who the hell are these people. I used to live in paradise. Now I'm here. <laughs> a day. I I don't think it would descend into annoyance until the four until the fiftieth day. Sure. I would just you be horrified so? and, and and furious. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not not annoyed. Furious. Well, that's why babies cry when they're born. It's yeah. kind of a... They hate it. <laughs> yeah, they don't like it. I think that's why you don't remember your own birth. Yeah. Because it'd be too horrifying. <laughs> and maybe... we got to do an episode about uh, called anti, about antinatalism. What? Antinatalism is this philosophy that basically says that it's, it's uh, immoral to bring new people into the world. Oh, wow. Because of how traumatizing it is. Mm. Huh. <laughs> And that it's a, a cause of suffering. Well, as as we've co- as we covered, I actually I was know? I actually did ask to be born, so I can't really <laughs> yeah, comment yeah, so, on that. So you're the only person in the history of humanity who's excluded from that. Yeah. So, so if, I feel like everyone was, else has a pretty yeah, good. If case. it was a class action lawsuit, you would not be included as one of the uh, the yeah. litigants. I had nothing going on. It's like let's just <laughs> fucking live, I guess. Yeah, like you're the only birth these anti-natalist people like. Yeah, There's like no births except for Pat Dean. <laughs> oh, no. He's cool. Everybody yeah. else, he Yikes. had a choice. He did it consensually. <laughs> yeah, I was around. You know, hanging, being born, <laughs> chilling. Hey, what just, else do I have to do? If you could just me too the anti-natalist movement just by living. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, some people do say that uh, that my life has been an affront to God. So who has said that? The Pope. I don't think he has. You know, I was thinking about the Pope today. <laughs> it would and I was be thinking, weird if he did. <laughs> I was thinking about the Pope, and I was thinking that, like, yeah, you know what's weird is that, like, being the Pope is probably kind of stressful or, uh-huh. like, just kind of weird, but at least that guy knows his purpose, you know? <laughs> the guy never wakes up, like, what do I do today? Oh, did you hear about when when he got trapped in the elevator? <laughs> no. What? Okay. He got trapped. What? In an, he got trapped in an elevator? Like, in the Vatican. He got trapped in an elevator, and so he was late to address, like, like St. Peter's Square, like packed wow. full of people. And he he was stuck in there for it was him and he was there with like another cardinal or something. Okay. I feel like that should not happen. <laughs> if you're the Pope, I feel like you should at the very least guaranteed like public transit what you know what I mean, where it's not gonna be confusing and Well yeah. I mean he has his own Pope mobile. He should have a Pope elevator now. <laughs> he should well I Pope can say, <laughs> I think every elevator in the Vatican is technically the Pope's elevator, if you think about it. Well yeah. <laughs> 
I like the idea that it's the Pope's and not Jesus's. Like it should, well, no, it's a Pope. It should, it should belong to Jesus. And whenever there's there's a new like well, the Pope has something. Yeah. Whenever there there's a new like cardinal or priest working at, at working there at at the Vatican, the Pope actually makes him uh, like hold on to his belt. The uh, the entire day, <laughs> <laughs> like a scared straight sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> put your hand in my pocket. Put your hand in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd do it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Okay, so oh, you talking about Yukimashima's <laughs> first forty nine days of blissful normal. Okay, yeah. So before all right. it all went wrong. Wait, what happened on the fiftieth day? On the fiftieth day of his life. That in- sounds way too symbolic. Why is it a round number like 50? I don't know, but that's just what it said in the biography right. I read. But day 50, his grandmother, Natsu, decided, mm-hmm. you know what? This is my baby now. Okay. She went upstairs. She took his crib. She went down to the room that she lives in. She put his crib there. And it's like, this baby lives with me. This is my baby. You can't be around your baby unless I'm there. That's not allowed. Okay. I feel like that's not allowed. It shouldn't be. I feel like that's the first rule of life. Well, that's don't the... steal someone's baby. Well, but like, so they all lived in the same house, though. Yeah, I think that's like fairly common, like in Japanese culture. Yeah, like it's like when you marry like someone, like they yeah, don't you... live with your family, and like the whole family, like, like grandparents and everything, like lives in the same house. Yeah, um, I think that's the case with most like somewhat traditional cultures because yeah. they haven't been ruined by capitalism. Sure, it's like everyone has to buy your own house and you don't talk to each other <laughs> and you fucking just work, just work and be happy. <laughs> it's like I don't know how to be happy like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's got its problems, old capitalism. But like, your grandmother never stole you. That's true. That's so a good point. like, yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, so so she stole the baby. What did the what are the parents? The say? parents were like, like "Well, okay." Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like, "I guess this is just this is how it is now." They just went with it. Yeah, they went with it. Like, they were not happy about it, but like, I. Why did she take him in the first place? Just really liked him. Just wanted. <laughs> just wanted him. Like, hey, I, I like this baby. Like he had. It's mine now. <laughs> he was. Like, you gonna he... finish that baby? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's that baby. Are you just? I borrowed that baby for twelve years. Yeah. Um, okay, so so she takes the baby. Yeah, and like, <laughs> baby stays with her, like sl- sleeps with her. Like uh-huh. the mother is not allowed to like sleep with him, like which caused her great distress. Yeah. Um. Anytime he needed to be breastfed, like she would take him up to his mother, give him to to his mother. Mm-hmm. His mom would breastfeed him feed him mm-hmm. and she would stand there with a stopwatch and then like once she was like okay you're done you're done a and japanese would... stopwatch the best which means okay. it's probably the best most accurate stopwatch there is yeah <laughs> it's electronic it's probably like yeah it's like it's like a do- yeah right they make good stuff man <laughs> like a... oh man okay like um, a toshiba fucking stopwatch you know what in 1925, in 1925 like, yeah. no one has ever made digital stopwatches before. It's digital. <laughs> yeah, it has a has it's Wi-Fi enabled. Yeah, they're like what? <laughs> Trying to connect to any network. It's like, oh, there's no networks yet. Well, there won't be for like quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, his grandmother like had a real uh, character. Is what a real saying. character. Um, she was like super controlling of him. She would not let him go outside. Okay. Because she was like, yeah, too dangerous outside. You're too weak. You know what's funny? This is this is all like necessary conditions 
for a like genius literary or philosophical figure. Sure, like, yeah. You just need it, to be, it's either it's it's a, it can go either way, serial killer or like genius, <laughs> just being have a traumatizing upbringing yeah. with like really bad shit women. And <laughs> this dude is pretty much exactly between those two poles. Okay. Like yeah. he he didn't serial kill anybody, mm-hmm. but the you can see it's going the other way very quickly. Yeah, yeah, sure. If yeah. things didn't happen. So he's basically a non-practicing serial killer. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like he was not allowed to play with other boys. The only people, the only friends he was allowed to have were three female cousins. Mm-hmm. He was only able to have like soft toys and soft toys, soft toys, soft no toys. hard toys. <laughs> too hard. Okay. Too weak. Yeah. Boys too weak. And this is all his grandmother, basically. This is all his grandmother. Does he, does and, and he, he, does he, and he knows that's his grandmother, right? Not his mother? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like, because like, his mother was still around. Like, they were in the sure. same house. They were like... I thought it might be one of those uh, Jack Nicholson things where nah. the guy thinks... Well, the girl he thinks is his sister is actually his mom. No. Okay. That's too bad. Yeah, you know. It's what a twist that would have been. <laughs> yeah. That is a crazy thing about Jack it Nicholson. Is, it's a crazy <laughs> twist yeah. in your life to find out, like... How old was he when he found that out? I don't know. He was like an adult, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I guess at any age, it's a pretty, 17, yeah, there's pretty no upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no time where that wouldn't be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not cool. lying to you about what? I'm not your mom. What? <laughs> she is. Huh? But I hate her. For how long? She's so mean to me. Forever. <laughs> um. Okay, so sorry. So then, uh, so he's not allowed to have hard toys. Yeah. <laughs> and like his, Which is such a funny phrase. His dad <laughs> is not happy about this and yeah i can't imagine sure. i can't do anything about this it's my mom it's my mom bro I oh it's his own, so it's his own mom yeah it's his own mother yeah um but there's a story the, where the like in-laws you know boy. <laughs> um there's a story like when he was a baby apparently like his grandmother was out for some reason mm-hmm. probably seen one of her kabuki plays or something and that's that's not just a random racist aside. It's like, no, it's she just, she, just really loved kabuki the thing you actually did yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> as I was saying I was like oh no yeah hold on <laughs> um, I was about to be like Eric <laughs> but no yeah that's uh it's okay this 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 takes place in Japan, so it's all yeah. Good. yeah. And she actually loved kabuki theater. And yeah, like, took him all the time. <laughs> but like when he was a baby, I guess she couldn't. And like, so at some point, like she's out of the house, and his dad's like, "All right, time to toughen up this little baby." Okay. <laughs> we old is he? Like, like he's a, a baby, baby, baby. Like okay. less than one, I think. Okay. Um. So oh he takes little Yukio Mishima, born Kimataki Hirak. Hirayoka, mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, I'm going to take him to this fence that goes by a train track. Okay. And it's cool. like, it's, I think they said it was like a chain link fence, and it's like, if you, if you stuck your hand through it, you, a train would hit it. Okay. A train would knock your yeah, arm so off. It's like really close to the track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And he took Yukio Mishima, little baby, lifted him up, and just held him in front of the train. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So while the train passed, yeah, okay. And how did how did Yukio respond? He did nothing. <laughs> Are you he serious? He reacted unfeeling, and his dad's like, "Well, that's weird." Are you serious? Yes, I'm a hundred percent serious. Okay, that, okay, that's rad. Just no emotion, <laughs> no facial expression. Just sat and looked at the train. Yeah, in his father's arms. And he's like, "Okay, that's weird." <laughs> I'm gonna try this. Okay, bluff call. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I'm going to try this again in a second. Yeah. And so like, a day or two later, he's like, all right, I got another chance to take this baby up to the train tracks. Uh-huh. See what happens. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. And apparently, like, when his grandmother died when he was 12, mm-hmm. exact same expression. Just no feelings, nothing. Okay. So. <laughs> this guy's uh, wild. Like at, a, like at a funeral or whatever. Just yeah. Like not... It's just like the, like the closest person in his life died. And he expressed nothing. How old was he when, when that happened? Twelve. So what's this guy's deal, buddy? <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get to it. it. We'll get, we'll get into, into it. it. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Um, okay. So so then to place this in in a bit of context, he's okay. so this is when he's twelve. He's uh, this is what like nineteen thirty nineteen thirty seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this is so Japan has been ramping up for. Uh, a few engagements, let's say. Yeah, they're getting ready for the big show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're going, they're getting ready for a really big show. Um, one might say the biggest show of all. <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest shows of all time. Um, for it's up there for context about so yeah the uh, the climate in Japan was very nationalistic. Yes, and yeah, and it was ruining comedy. And pro- <laughs> that I mean, climate was ruining. Dude, comedy. I don't think they. Yeah, I, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but, uh, he was kind of instilled with a lot of these values, mm-hmm. I, I assume, and really took them to heart. Like, yeah. So like, is that, is that kind of part of his background? Uh, or definitely. Or like, yeah. maybe not like so much in er- like his early life, but definitely from like college on. Okay. Um, oh, one more thing about his early life real quick is that, uh, when he turned five, Mm-hmm. Uh, just one day he started vomiting brown liquid. <laughs> what is this guy's deal? <laughs> <laughs> and this is like he, a, this sounds like The Ring or something, man. This sounds like no, the lead up to a Japanese horror movie. Yeah, his entire childhood is like the prelude to a horror movie before the kid starts like right. killing everybody with yeah. psychic powers. It's like no feelings, uh-huh. weird relationship yeah. with his like, grandmother. We need to talk about Yukio. <laughs> <laughs> but he starts vomiting this brown liquid, and then he goes into a coma. Okay. And they're like, well, the, the doctor's like, oh, yeah, he's not coming out of this. Like, he's definitely going to die. Okay. And his whole family's like, well, let's start praying. Let's get prepared he's five. for- This is when he's yeah, five. Yeah, he's five. Okay. And then just like, boom, snaps out of the coma. And like, oh, well, uh-huh. what a relief. Thankfully, this won't happen again, except it happens every month until he goes to school. <laughs> That's not good. No. Wait, wait, he goes to school for like, what? Like first grade? Yeah. So like, like for a year. Yeah, until he turns like, like six. Okay. Um, and, and then how does it stop? Or did it, stop? it just stops. It just stops. Just like once he's like not around his grandmother all the time. Oh. Then like. Just something about that. Yeah. That something about that environment. Weird yeah. <laughs> it's interesting when, like, you're raised in a culture that, like, teaches you to, like, repress your emotions and not become emotional. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how people deal with trauma. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, some people just start vomiting brown liquid and not reacting to trains. It's like a whole crazy thing. Um, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, so what's the... Um, so what's his adult life like? like okay, his adult life, I yeah. mean, once he becomes, <laughs> once he gets out of that situation. Yeah, does like, it get better for him? <laughs> he starts writing, like, a lot. Okay. Very young. And it's like, I don't think, like, his grandmother, lo- like, didn't love it, but it's like, oh, you're not outside under the sun's harsh rays, mm-hmm. so that's fine. 
Um, God, I feel like we should talk about his grandma. <laughs> Oh, there like, should be a biography written about. Yeah, I started taking notes when I was writing that when I was reading that biography, mm-hmm. and like I got to like I got twenty pages into it, and I already had like fifteen notes, and I was like, I can't yeah. just talk about his grandmother all day. <laughs> I yeah, don't his grandmother for... does seem pretty interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's nuts. Um, I recommend the biography. Uh, okay, well, what's the name a of biography it? by John Nathan? Okay, um, it's really good, but. He starts writing really early and like already really early. Like a lot of his writings are about death mm-hmm. and about like even like <laughs> definitely from like pre adolescence on. There's like a theme of like death being like a beautiful thing and like just uh-huh. like a sacred beautiful act. Yeah. Um, so he's a Morrissey fan. He's the biggest. Which is Morrissey. kind of ironic after Morrissey's comments on Asians, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird person to like find out is like. Hatefully racist. Yeah. Morrissey yeah. of all people. I heard that he's an asshole, but yeah. I don't know exactly what. So he wait. <laughs> so um, what's the story with Morrissey? The story with Morrissey is that he's very much into animal rights and uh-huh. appears to like them more than humans. <laughs> and so like he'll talk about like you talk about. I believe this was about Chinese people. I think he mentioned that uh-huh. like of he basically course. called them subhuman because yeah. like they just abuse animals so much or whatever. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, I, I think his exact quote was like, "Was like with their animal abuses, it's hard to not think of them as subhuman." Yeah. Which, Ooh. Oh, he used the word he "subhuman" would, yeah. in the quote. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: Ben has always told me there are so many valid reasons to hate the Chinese. So, like, <laughs> no, why? It's not. That's not true. What? It's not true. Oh, I've never done that. Okay. Well, I'm, Ben, I'm sorry. I guess I, I guess I mixed you up. You know, I mixed you up for a lot of people. I guess well, who who do you think who else could have said that? I think it was you. No, it wasn't me. So who else huh. could it, it be? It, um, maybe it was just someone who looks exactly like you. Okay, fuck you. It definitely wasn't Ben because I remember Ben telling me that's like that's ridiculous. The ch- Chinese are not subhuman. Look at their skull shapes. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, Clearly, right. I, mean, I forgot. As a race scientist, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have perfect skulls. You said it, man. Their skulls maybe. are perfect. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all. What race has the best skull? Uh, guys, <laughs> tweeted us at Gristleporn, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. Don't include me on this one. I don't want to get involved. Tweet, tweet at me which race you think has the best skull. <laughs> well, this, I don't even know how you'd qualify that. <laughs> what? Like, what? Forgive me. What measurement would you use for, like... <laughs> Oh, we have measurements as oh. race scientists. Okay, I forget. You with your diploma, you, you, and, me, you and me wouldn't understand. One of those little like <laughs> pinchers. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know what those are called. Yeah. Head or pinchers. I mean, I do. But they're called I... skull grabbers. Yeah, yeah, they're called skull grabbers. Yeah, they're called skull grabbers. Yeah. Ben goes, "I'm gonna get some skull later," and by that he means I'm going to touch a uh, boy's head with some pinchers. Right or? <laughs> no, that's not right. So anyway, so what's up with this? So the boy with the thorn in his side, he's, he's writing a poetry. So many thorns in this yeah. man's side. Um, he's writing poetry. He's writing. He uh, apparently wrote like 18 novellas when he was in high school, which I have to say, that's a lot of novellas. That's, some, that's a lot of novellas. That's an awful lot. Yeah, just combine them all and make yeah. like five books make, out of it. Yeah, my grandmother can't, can't even watch that many novellas. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Japanese yeah. telenovelas are just like books. 
So this guy is like a, is like a machine, is what you're saying. Yeah, much yeah. like that. Yukio machine, a loving machine, no, yeah. <laughs> Um, that would actually be a so tight he's, name. He's going about. He's trying to write. His dad not happy with this writing business. Yeah. He's like, that's too feminine. I don't uh-huh. like it. You need to be more of a you man. You need to prove his masculinity. Why don't you hold him up to a fucking <laughs> yeah, train? I, also, why like, don't you rescue him from the, your overbearing uh, mother? This yeah. was, That's what you're worried about. Yeah. This was after his, his grandmother died. So. <laughs> still. <laughs> but still, yeah. After this guy should threw have. him onto the train uh, yeah. tracks. Um, so he's trying to write, but his, his, anytime like, his father would see him writing, he would just like burst into his room and like tear up. Whatever he was in the middle of writing, so he had to okay. secretly he had to go behind his father's back to write. Yeah, yeah, that which fucking sucks was like pretty easy for him because his dad like worked in a different town. It was only there like two days a week, but okay. still like <laughs> winking at me. I'm just so. winking at them. <laughs> <laughs> so our boy, he's writing his stuff, and then old World War Two rolls around. Oh, Son yeah, of a old, bitch! I know. Yeah, and it's not like the Japanese were a major player in that. Well, Ben, you ben, idiot. You know what? I gotta tell you something. You moron. They were such a big part of this. Can you believe this idiot? Freaking bonehead. Good lord, man. <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. Um, so he goes to college about like the time when things were like really starting to pop off. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, let's um, get this party well, started. What year? Because the individual years got important. I think this was like forty-two. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So it's um, a, it's, a, it's after. <laughs> they awoke the dragon. Sure. Yeah, so they've like been yeah. in World War Two. They've yeah. been in, but it's oh, it's popping off now. Which it's what a move, crazy. by the way, because like I, I know that we weren't. I don't know. I can't, what? I can't believe they did that. <laughs> it is I mean, kind of insane. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Like, and then, like, 30... I got to respect it. It's like the balls. And then, like, like that's... two decades later, we're, like, boys with them. Like, it's very <laughs> bizarre. such boys, Our too, modern, yeah. like, relationship with Japan is, like, Good, yeah, we like, like really good. We protect them, it's or we, chill, we did. I don't know if we're, we'll still be protecting them in the next couple of years. We'll see. Oh, well, like, yeah, well, that's I a mean, different, uh, don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like we've had such a nice relationship with Germany, too, yeah, yeah, because we helped them, and build yet the whole we country. cannot bring us to love ourselves. <laughs> That's that's a, I know that you're making a joke about that, but that's really the problem. <laughs> yeah, that is a big problem. We can't love ourselves. It's a big meaning problem. we hate each other in this country and yeah. we have to stop doing that. Yeah. It's really it's really dist- distressing. <laughs> yeah, we're we're broken. It's it's falling apart. Yeah, we're just like <laughs> Ireland. The Irish national mood is just they've been betrayed by so many people. <laughs> And like by like every institution that it's just like well yeah but we haven't been betrayed. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the United States. Oh, yeah, I know, but I'm just okay. talking about. I was listening <laughs> to this guy talk about Ireland. This American man who's a comedian there, mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, and like one thing that I really respect about this guy is that he still has like a like a New York accent. It annoys <laughs> me when people like pull a Madonna and they move there, and all of a sudden it's just like hello, mate, and it's like fuck you. You know what I mean? You're from Newark. Yeah. So anyway, so it's basically like um, <laughs> his point. His thing is that like the Catholic Church was such an important part of like your national identity as like an Irish person, yeah. and then like you find out like oh no, they were like lying to you this entire time about like like priest abuses and stuff like that. Yeah. That it's just uh, like pe- the people of Ireland are just like we don't know what to do. <laughs> like 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 their their, their national right. identity has been torn in half, and it's like part of a big part of their daily life is that. So it's like. Well, shit, what do we do now? I and mean, what are you going to do? Like, not be Catholic? 
You better yeah. not. No. I mean, well, this is actually a good a good point to segue. Thank you, Ben. Because <laughs> speaking of national identity, uh, let's talk of, about Japan in oh. the 1930s. <laughs> oh, they had quite. You know what? I'll say this. They were worked up. They were. They up thought on highly themselves. They thought very, very highly <laughs> themselves. Um, they well, were so, on their bullshit. Yeah. Well, so this is. <laughs> I'm the emperor. Like, of we're Japan, on our bullshit now, and too, I regret though, to is, inform is you. Problem, but yeah. I'm back on my bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so nationalism is a poison, I think. But yeah, it's, it's not good. It's hard not to get into that into that groove, mm-hmm. right? Um, into that Stella's groove. <laughs> Because getting back into that nationalist, that how nationalist Japan group. got its groove back. It's yeah, how, <laughs> because it's <laughs> colon the twentieth century. Um, <laughs> but you have to fucking um, uh, you have to kind of tell them or, or give it to them. I guess I don't know. I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's basically the fact that yeah, they were one of the only like European powers that. Japan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Japan famously located in Europe. No, no, no. They were sorry, there there were the power not located in Europe. I mean like the non European powers. Gotcha. Everything in Europe. It's the exact opposite of what you Yeah, said. I made a mistake, Dick. Well, that's kinda weird because you're <laughs> supposed to be the teacher and I feel like I'm not even fucking you're okay. teaching me how to not be. I'm teaching you how to not be. Yeah, because I'm like Go fuck yourself. No, I because I'm like you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. My point is that uh, as a non-Western, non-European power, it was one of the only ones to be a power. That's like the only one. Yeah. It's basically Japan. Even China got rolled <laughs> so hard. Yeah, they did. Like, yeah. they didn't get conquered or anything, but they they were, like, the opium wars are like, hey, the British were just like, we're going to sell drugs to your country, <laughs> and there's hey, nothing cool? you can do about it. And also, you're going to pay us for it. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's crazy. And the history between those two countries is... Uh, Fascinating and sad. What? Japan and China. Japan and Korea and China? too? Okay, so Korea's just constantly getting shit on by these uh, guys. Yeah, the Koreans it's are probably rough for Korea. What's that? It's, it's like it's rough for Korea around that time. Yeah. It does suck because it's like, okay, so there's these two fucking bullies. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's just hard. Korea. We're just trying to hang out. We're trying yeah. to chill. Literally hard. hanging. They're just hanging. They sure are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a peninsula. <laughs> but uh yeah, so it's it's hard not to if I were Japan, I think I would do most of what they did. Sure. Um. Just because it's like, you know what? It's rough out here. I'm all by myself. Uh, these these dudes next to us, China, are just like talking shit about us all the time, looking down on us all the time. Acting like they're so big. Acting like they're so big, like, like they're so fucking special. They are. But... Um, and like, yeah, and they are. Because <laughs> they've been around for thousands of years longer than you have. But oh, it's a big ha- deal. <laughs> It's a big deal to think about. So it's at a certain point, you have to be like, well, we have to make up our own shit. Like, we, we have our own identity. We yeah. got to act like, out. Yeah, we got to act out in our own way. And boy, howdy, did they? They sure did. Yeah, yeah. often to the detriment of others. Yeah. Um. So this was the climate that he was kind of writing poetry in. Right. Yeah, <laughs> this politically correct climate. It's been killing comedy for 70 years. <laughs> Been killing early 1940s Japanese comedy. I will, <laughs> well, it's true though that it is. I mean, you did have to be. It's funny to to complain about like political correctness when you when like a lot of regimes 
Like when it, if you weren't politically correct, you you would be killed. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to be politically correct. You can't talk about certain things or sure. blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, y- Yukio Mishima in Japan in 1942. Yeah. So it's I mean he's trying to go to college, but then he gets drafted because of course he does. Um, and he's kind of like all right, tight. Yeah. Finally, a good chance to do this beautiful thing I've always wanted to do, which is die. <laughs> Okay, this yeah. is going to rule. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> they. <laughs> I think you have to dwell on that a little more. So his he he you has this, the, this. You should have joined the air force. I mean, <laughs> he tried to, but they're like, "You're not fit for service. You're too sick." But I want to die, it's, sir. I want to die so bad. But then at the same time, when... permission to die? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop asking me that. Permission to die, sir. It's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. They literally made him work in a library instead. So, oh, poor guy. <laughs> son, of a, this son of a bitch cannot catch a break yeah. to save his life. He's raised by his insane grandmother. He can't write. All he wants to do is die, and they won't let him. They don't let they him won't die. Let him. Yeah, but he can't die to save his life. This is a metaphor, dude. But, um, like, when he finds out, he's like, oh, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to go to the military. He's like, he finds himself weirdly relieved. And he's like, okay, this fucks up my entire shit. Yeah, like my plan. Like, my plan was to die. Yeah, and I loved it. I wanted to die so bad. Yeah. But then I found maybe I don't want to die. Okay, um, so that's so interesting. Like, this is going to require a hard... Human growth. Like, three <laughs> decades of thinking. <laughs> um. <laughs> So it's like when the war ends, he's like kind of bummed out about it. He's mm-hmm. like, this was a pretty good opportunity to die, but I didn't want to die, but I did want to die. We got to figure some shit out. Okay, so real quick, this is one thing that I that I read about while I was doing some research. Okay, is that he was um, he was refused serve uh, for service. Yeah, right when when he he got drafted and he was like tight, I get to die now. Uh, but the doctor said that he heard rails or something from his lung, yeah. which was misdiagnosed as tuberculosis. Yeah. So not only <laughs> was he refused service, but it was for a bullshit reason because he could yeah. have actually totally been drafted. Absolutely. Dang, yeah. And he, like he felt really like guilty and like at a time when Japan <laughs> needed bodies, <laughs> they were like, they sure did. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would be really hard to, to, to draft Dodge in Japan in 1942. <laughs> I do yeah. not think they would be cool with it. They would be pretty mad. <laughs> okay, okay, so, yeah. Um, so, sorry. So, I, that's I kind of okay. Interrupted you. What were you saying? Uh, so, the war ends, and, uh-huh. like, when the war ends, his dad's like, all right, you know what? War's, war's over. We're entering a time of culture. You can be a writer. Okay. Like, yes. Thanks, Dad. Tight, finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah write, like, write your little skits, pal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your, your poetry and yeah. whatnot. Um, and later, his dad said, "It's like I kind of regret ever telling him that, but." Well, that's good at least. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um. So uh, he does become a like he puts out a few novels. They don't really do much, but mm-hmm. then he puts out a novel called Confessions of a Mask. And okay. becomes the bad boy of Japanese literature. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's Pe- a tight title, also. Yeah. Confessions I mean, of a Mask. Yeah. It's a. It is a pretty good book. Yeah. It's not the best. About? It is about. It's a very, very autobiographical uh, novel. 
about a, a young man who thinks it's beautiful to die and is also um, gay. <laughs> Hi, I, I want to die and I'm gay. I'm, gay. <laughs> um, uh, I'm suicidal and I'm gay. Um, is he? So well, that's actually a good point. Is he suicidal or is he? Or Not is really. Like, no. Okay. Th- that's the most Japanese thing I've yeah. ever heard in my life. Being like, I really want to die. Why? What about killing yourself? No, I mean at the right moment, but like yeah, we'll yeah. Take it seems more decades to do it. Well, no, I don't know how Japanese it is actually. Now I think about it, because they they have the whole what's that thing called? Seppuku, seppuku, yeah. harakiri. Yeah, but yeah, that's I mean that is a very specific like ritual suicide. No, mm-hmm. and like at that age, I think a he like even though he wanted to die, I don't think he was re- felt he was ready to die, and just did not feel like he. Like earned it. Oh, so he's yeah. me. Yeah, he's you. Yeah. Well, interesting. The thing that I, okay, so this is actually probably a good time for me to jump in with some of the stuff that I like looked into about Japanese philosophy as a whole is that they have this Fuck kind yeah. of they have this concept. It, can't wait for this. Um, they have this concept, uh, which I don't, I, I I can't pronounce it, so I won't. But it's basically this idea of how everyone is kind of interrelated, or all these like, uh notions or or beings or spirits or concepts or whatever they're all interrelated uh to each other um especially this relationship between the individual and and japan as a whole the country yeah so this is where you get like the pretty fervent nationalism that you saw during world war ii uh is this idea of like it kind of stems from the shinto religion from from what i've read that there's there's uh, everything is like imbued with this spirit that's called a kami like a like a it's just a spirit. It's called the DSA actually. It's not called the DSA. It's, it's called it's called it's a called kami. Workers' rights. Um, huh. <laughs> no, uh, they are very anti-communist <laughs> <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently something happened. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, like everything, like a concept can have a kami or like a memory can have a kami or just individual. Uh, objects can have a kami, and then human individuals have kamis, mm-hmm. right? It's like a like a soul kind of, but it it uh, it shows itself in everything. It's not just like human beings, but in like inanimate objects yeah. can have kamis. But anyway, the whole this whole like worldview lends itself to like they can't these kamis or whatever can't manifest themselves without some sort of like base or communal aspect, and one of it is like the you know the earth where you came from and like the country that you came from and stuff like that. So it really lends itself easily to, uh, to, to fervent nationalism. And one of these things that I read about, which I thought was really fascinating was the idea of like the kamikazes, for example, uh, of them like kind of, you know, dying basically and ramming their planes into us ships and stuff. As a note, as rude. the idea of like rude, which was rude. Yeah, frankly. that's what people. A lot of people don't talk about the rudeness of war. Yeah, it's one of the rudest times. Like the manners out there. Yeah, there's terrible. no manners. There's none. Imagine some guy coming into your house and being like, "What's up? I'm from Poland and I'm invading." And you're like, "What?" And he just shoots yeah. you. And you're like. I'm making dinner. Yeah, and it's like you're from Poland and you're invading. I'm sorry, no. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense, I guess. Um, but real quick, so this point basically is that it's not cons- a, a lot of these kamikaze pilots, and I think maybe this is where Yukio is coming from, is that uh, it's not self-sacrifice because he, he he's not an individual separate from the Japanese 
like polity. Uh, it, it's it's more like self, almost self indulgence and self and and self like fulfillment. Yeah. To do this, mm-hmm. right? Uh, to to sacrifice yourself for the state. Like it's not really a sacrifice. It's just, just like this. What's this is what needs to be done. Like if you have to like you know, uh, amputate a finger to keep the rest of the body alive. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Ew. Ew. But this this kind of notion that everything is like fundamentally interrelated, uh, and that nothing can be like conceived of separately from its from the other member of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of what's going on with with his mentality here. I think that's definitely part of it. Yeah, I think it's that, and I think it is like an artistic uh, motivation, mm-hmm. and that it's like he really thinks this is like that contributing to that is like a beautiful act. Yeah, but he also like is really just kind of into the aesthetics of it. Mm-hmm. Like, that. Well, I said earlier that he had a really weird reason for, like, bodybuilding. Okay, yeah. And that was like... What's up with that? Like, I have to be hot enough to die. <laughs> like, I cannot leave an ugly corpse. Okay. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too. All right, Sid Vicious. The fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> he, like, he hated the idea of, like, getting old and weak. Uh-huh. And dying as like a gross old man. Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah, but it is. On, but <laughs> this guy is getting into shape so he can die. Yeah, this is yeah. insane. He's it's, he's a wild boy. Human beings, man, he's a they're spicy fucking wild. Man. That's what I'm saying. We think it's insane, but it's like that. I think that's a really important lesson too: is how how different cultures can be. Yeah, but it's like yeah, that also, sounds. I'm sure they think it's insane that we're just that they that we could just be like. Yeah, I'm just going to let my body fall apart. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Japan also thought this was insane. Okay, sure. Like, they weren't (laughs) like, oh, yeah, makes sense when this guy eventually did what he did. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, this Um, this story's going to, it's it'll take a wild turn at the end. Okay. I was hoping for it to be straightforward. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be straightforward and happy. (laughs) Well, why don't we uh, get to... Can, can you get to that part? Oh, part sure. Real quick. Uh, I, will, I will say this, though. Uh, what, what you're talking about, Ben, uh-huh. uh, there is a certain cultural thing involved mm-hmm. that could have helped them out, and that's if they went to kurgis.com, Ben. <laughs> Folks, if you're planning on committing ritualistic Japanese suicide, I will tell you to reconsider, because <laughs> if you go to kurgis.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S dot com. Use the promo code NOTHING in all caps to get 15% off of any order you want of comfortable <laughs> slippers made by an all-women-run art collective. In Kyrgyzstan. Yes. So, uh, folks, if you think to yourself, I cannot, I, I'm getting jacked, and once I'm jacked enough, I'm going to kill myself, please don't, because you will not... <laughs> You will never experience the um, the luxury, yeah, the at a reasonable price, the mellifluousness that is Kyrgyz slippers. K y r g i s dakan. Promo code nothing in all caps. Ben, let's say you've already purchased a fantastic pair for yourself, yeah, and you're feeling uh, pretty good, and you want to g- give it to someone else. You yeah. want to give Sh- the- surely that that code can't apply again. Ben, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what everyone seemed to think. We didn't get a lot of information. But you can use it as many. If you want to do use it 17 times in one day because yeah. someone stole your credit card, go ahead and do that. <laughs> Folks, in fact, how about this? If you 
are thinking to yourselves, times are a little, you know, uh, a little tough financially. Uh -huh. yeah. I understand that. I think we all understand that. Yeah, times are tight. Steal someone's card and use their card and just okay, use the go. code. Nothing in all caps. Just set, just set up a, a complicated card reading apparatus at a gas station. Just do it. And then just lift someone's credit card. It can't be that hard. Yeah. It can't be that hard. It's honestly not, which is kind of... The, yeah, that's why when you go to a gas station and you use a credit card, you got to put on your Bluetooth because then you can see if there's a nearby device that's going to steal your shit. I'm not even kidding. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. What? That's the... Well, yeah. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. That's yeah, actually good. Bluetooth. Okay, well, here, go to Kirkies.com, use no, the promo code nothing for 15% off, and then also what you get put on your Bluetooth is some some helpful some helpful advice about how not to get your identity yeah, stolen. Yeah, this is actually the first helpful thing I've ever <laughs> yeah. said on this show. Wait, so what? What do you do? You put on your Bluetooth, uh-huh, and then you see when you go there before you swipe your card, you see if there's something there. Because there's some it's somehow Bluetooth involved, and that's part of how they can see. Oh, it. like it can see it can see the the reader yeah was that the idea or something i don't really okay. i don't really get how it works i mean i assume i assume it's not going to be named uh gas station theft theft <laughs> theft reader yeah. but uh yeah anyway i don't know it's gonna say give me your number <laughs> it'll say give me yeah dot it'll dot dot called, your credit card number the, the bluetooth network will be called give me your credit card number what's the funniest uh, <laughs> network name you've ever seen because what I always Ooh, loved wow, about, man. like, what was so funny about being in, like, dorms and shit in college yeah, uh, is that you would see, or not really dorms, because this was a few years later, actually. Like, 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 like when I was living in an apartment in, in beautiful uh -huh. downtown Richmond, Virginia, uh, my whole, uh, like, apartment complex, like, everyone had, like, their different, like, uh, names of, of yeah, yeah, networks like... and stuff. And I saw some some weird ones. Well, I'm what's sure. your favorite? Um... I'm going to see what's available right now, actually. I wonder if there's any silly ones. Well, there's one that I saw. I keep seeing. I don't know. It might be here in this. Here. Password is Taco. That's one that's here. That's Router, funny. I hardly knew her. That's kind of funny. Turtle Cove? One of my favorites Turtle is Your Cove. mother darn socks in hell. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> my Wi-Fi and brother, this Borat voice. Yeah. I Why believe I can... 5G? There's some funny people living in uh, right above Cuck Nation Studios. Yeah. Fiber oh. Matrix. Who knew Sandstone housed comedians? Game of Thrones 5G? That's that sucks. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Dragon Lair? One of my favorite ones is Angela oh, wait, Lansbury, but uh, the Lands is uh, L A N. Sure. Oh, oh, capital so L A N. Yeah. yeah. Man, there are some. Okay, so some we can't just ones. name Wi Fi Network. Earth Kingdom. I kind of like that. Mike Dog, D A W G. So, Eric. Who are these people? <laughs> I mean, I feel like we could just change the subject to to land networks <laughs> and the philosophy behind them. Man, that well, that's another episode. You can come that's back for that one. Yeah. Um, I found one that said the House of Igor. Okay. Right. I wonder who that guy is. Igor. No, <laughs> oh, that's like, yeah, that's kind of. A, yeah. I uh, my buddy Parker is in this band uh, called Windhand. Uh huh. Familiar with them. They were uh, practicing, and they live in Richmond, and they had like a practice space, and. Uh, Gwar had the one practice space like below them, mm -hmm. and uh, they would just steal Gwar's Wi-Fi. But then like Gwar <laughs> find out, found out somehow, and like <laughs> like put a password on. It's like, oh, come on, Gwar, <laughs> come on, Odorous, what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, what were you guys talking about? Japan or whatever? Yeah, some dude. 
Some guy. But um, so, this, yeah, go, go. So, yeah, fast forward a while. Uh, this becomes a super famous novelist and uh, mm-hmm. actor and, like, one of the most famous people in Japan. Wow. Okay. Um, Wait, is that it with the bodybuilding thing? That's all That's all it was? He just wants, for he the just most wants to part, live a beautiful... That is so funny. Yeah, he wants to live I a beautiful mean, corpse. Yeah. He so, wants then put to... on a wig. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do when hey, I die. Well, he didn't have to. Yeah, I say rich, you put on a pair of... A pair of Kurgi slippers. Get those feet looking Thank right, you. folks. Yeah. You know, I said earlier, if you're if you're planning on killing yourself uh, ritualistically <laughs> in a Japanese forest, please don't do it. But now you can do it as long as you don't, have a pair oh, of Kurgi slippers, <laughs> hugging your feet. This is such <laughs> firmly yet softly. <laughs> They're gonna stop sponsoring us if you do this. For what? This. I don't, I'm nothing. telling them not to. Okay. I mean, then I just told them to. But my point is that I look, mean, a sale's a sale, though. Uh, yeah, sure, but then the sale is there's also a thing called lifetime value, <laughs> which ends with their life. That's a good point. So, gang, <laughs> I guess we have to reiterate again. Reiterate again don't kill yourself by Kurgis. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. So, um. <laughs> well, unless you're suggesting that people should. No, I'm not. Mass suicide. You're not saying that. No, not mass suicide. I'm just making sure. I'm not advocate. How did this turn into me advocating mass? Suicide. I don't know, Ben. Uh, <laughs> Eric's leaving. He's about to leave. Yeah, no, just, uh, <laughs> put on his top hat and grab his cane. That's <laughs> what we call a gentleman's exit instead of an Irish exit. When you when you actually say goodbye to everybody. A gentleman's exit is when you say goodbye to every single person. Yeah. <laughs> you shake everyone's hand. Yeah. Tell them how much you enjoyed the evening. God, yeah. saying goodbye sucks. Just leave. I don't give a fuck. I'll see you tomorrow, you know? Yeah. That'll be around. So back to the bad boy of <laughs> Mr. Universe of Japan, Mr. Universe. And so, oh, yeah, I was going to say this is not related to why he body built, but like he got he was married. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and like from all accounts, aside from the fact that he had seemingly no sexual interest in women, uh-huh. like, pretty decent marriage. They got along really well. OK, but like the two examples of like things that like of like conflict in their marriage of like things that the other one wouldn't allow like the other one to do mm-hmm. was he would not allow his wife to become a race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> was that, what if that wasn't anything that she was planning? He just put that on the table and was like, ground rules. <laughs> Wait, was she trying? To she, be- she was. Okay. Yeah. Good. Like so she had, a good re- <laughs> yeah. And he was like, that's just going to make people think you're bored in this marriage, and it's going to be bad publicity. Oh, okay. And she was because like, I'm secretly gay. Well, yeah, that, but also the thing she wouldn't allow him to do uh-huh. was that he would have bodybuilder parties okay. where he would just okay. invite his bodybuilder friends yep. to, like, oral themselves up and take pictures of each uh-huh. other. And she was like, dude, that's too much. Yeah. yeah. I'm cool with everything else, but that's going to well, be did, a did, weird did, look. Did he have, like, uh, like relationships outside of his marriage? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. He's a serial so, adulterer. So yeah. she, she was a beard, and she knew she was a beard, basically. Yeah, I mean, she was a very, like, don't ask, don't tell thing. Yeah. Like, she okay. never mentioned it. but That like, always works out. Yeah, I know. Well. Um, but, like, for. I was going to say, it, it kind of did for it, them. It did but... for them. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think it works well as, like, a widespread military. Um, yeah, I say, Ben, I say. Tagline. Yeah. But I think between these two, it was fine. Yeah. I say, don't ask, don't tell, and don't bring me down. <laughs> Don't call me late for dinner. 
<laughs> what if that was the policy? Don't ask, don't, don't tell, tell don't, don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that was the three don'ts. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's okay. We're the military. We won't. Yeah. 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 You're going to come on time or you're not going to eat. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the military works. We kind of just tell you what to do. It kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah. But, but for some people, Except for one thing. We can't tell you <laughs> how to live your life in this one way. Yeah. That's it. So this guy's jacked as fuck. He's jacked as fuck. He's yeah. banging, hunk of the month. He's banging left and right. He would be the hunk of the month. He, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, uh, again, another. He's not a bad looking guy. Was, his, his picture on. Yeah, if you want to see him, look. If you want to check out some pics, I'd love to see this one. this handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a decent looking guy. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, he is jacked. <laughs> oh, is he really? I didn't see he's that. He's buff as hell. I. That's him, the shirtless one. Look at this guy, Ben. Tell me you're not drooling. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's jacked. Ooh, daddy. Um, hey, father, come over here and <laughs> tell me I've done a good job. <laughs> tell me to write, that I can finally write poetry. Hey, tell me I'm good, daddy. That's what I'd say. I'd, I'd say, hey, daddy, <laughs> tell me I'm a good boy, daddy. <laughs> okay, so so this guy. Um, this guy's in phenomenal shape. <laughs> yeah. That's losing How could it. this guy want to die? Look at him. That is, Do you yeah. think about what a hot corpse he'll be, though? That yeah. is true. Anyway. He would have. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like we think it's ridiculous at first when we hear it. It's like, why would you want to leave a hot corpse? And then you see it, and you're like, man, that 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 looks that worth sound it. So bad. It looks the hell worth is it. This photo. What is what's is going oh, on? Oh, that's with this guy? that's him um, acting. No, that's a recreation of like that picture. Oh, it's, of yeah, it's Sebastian, a picture of Saint Sebastian. That's my which, confirmation name. Oh, that's the yeah. Then Sebastian. Wait, hold no. on. You're. Yeah, I told you this. Your nick, you, dude. That is it's like, not my nickname. It's your nickname. Your, nickname. your con. Your your really? I, yeah, it's after Saint Sebastian. Saint Sebastian. That's that was my confirmation. Name. Man, you're like a swarthy Latino, and I always forget. And then I find out <laughs> that your your confirmation name confirmation name is Sebastian. Well, what's what's wrong with that? Sebastian is the name of someone who fucks your wife while you're in like fucking <laughs> overseas. He's a guy who. Well, do you know why I picked it? Because you're a cuck. No, no. Oh, why? I mean, I am, but uh, <laughs> sure, we all are. We're cuck. It's cuck We're nation. All, this baby. is cuck nation studios. Yeah. But no, I picked it because I thought he had the coolest looking death, which is that picture. It's a Caravaggio. It's a picture painting. of this gentleman. Uh, yeah, recreating his. What was his death? He he was tied to a tree, and then uh, what? Roman centurions just kind of lined up and just because uh, they found out he was Christian. Uh, shot him full of arrows. That's that. That's Ben's reaction when he finds out someone's Christian. <laughs> he'll he'll go. We should tie this person up and shoot him with arrows. And I go what? And he goes. I mean what? Well, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Man, I am way I'm off. I'm named. A, the, my confirmation name is the victim of that whole thing. I know because you love it so much, right? Or my this you. I'm way off tonight. I'm, I I don't know. Fuck you. What? It's I can't even argue with you because you're so <laughs> confoundingly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even know what to say to you. It's, yeah, it's like trying to argue with someone who says the Earth is flat. You're like, well, I don't. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I don't know where to start. Um, okay, we got to get to the coup de grace. Yeah, here. okay. Sorry, just it's but, all right. Because we're leading up to a big moment. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big moment. Yeah. Does he decide to uh, embrace his flaws and live? <laughs> you just got to find out, Pat. Son of a bitch. But no, he doesn't. No, he absolutely man. does not. Ben. Um, <laughs> what? It's not my fault. It's literally, it, literally, this was Eric's idea, <laughs> which um, is great because this is very fascinating. But 
Anyway, Eric, go. So, yeah, <laughs> he becomes super famous, and then, like, throughout the, like, late 60s, he gets super into, like, uh, right-wing, like, radical right-wing politics. Yeah. Um, and mostly, oh, seemingly, for the fact that, like, these guys have a lot of passion. These guys probably also want to die. Yeah. So they seem pretty cool by me. It is uh, so uh, wild to think about, like, right-wing like politics in like other countries yeah i don't know why for some that's always weirded me out where it's like this person is like a fringe member of like this right wing you know like play like political party in germany and it's like what i mean it makes sense in germany like it, it, there's some co- there's some countries where it's like okay that makes sense yeah, like I, I get know. why you're into. I it. just think yeah. it's like it's, it's not, just, not that I endorse it, but it's it's like, like when I see cops in other countries, I'm always like, "You guys have those?" Like it's just bizarre to me. You're just astounded that there's other countries. <laughs> I think I'm just astounded that life exists, Ben. Okay, you know what I do sometimes, Ben, is I, I go outside and I look at the stars and I think about how small we really <laughs> are. So. Uh, Eric. Yes. <laughs> so this guy gets into far right wing. Yeah, he gets into that stuff. Um, and he in, like in Japan. He try he he tries so to join weird. the uh, national self defense force. Okay. And at first they're like, "No, you're like 40." Oh, is that the that's like the army or something? <laughs> yeah, that's the or, army or for sort of army. Yeah. <laughs> you're too old to defend your country, sir. You're too old. Also, you're one of the most famous people here. Yeah, also. This doesn't make sense. That's also, of, put your is... shirt on. Everyone's distracted. <laughs> yeah. That is sort of like Steven Seagal, like, starts, like, becoming a cop. It is. And everyone was like, hey, take your shirt off. Everyone's distracted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but at first, they're like, no, don't. you can't do this. And then eventually, like, fine, whatever. That's so funny. You can be in the self-defense force. Oh, they make him an honorary member or whatever? No, they made him just a straight-up member. Oh, like he went and trained with them, and he Tony Morrison it. joins the National Guard. It's like, what are you doing, <laughs> Jesus? Yeah. Um, but he's, he's loving that, and he's like, you know what? This like this military thing's pretty tight. I'm gonna start my own militia. Okay. Oh no! <laughs> and he, oh no! Which is okay. So for context too, in <laughs> in post war Japan is a, a huge. No, no. Yeah, you can't do that. And, like, (laughs) they let him, but they were just like, this is just this famous weirdo being weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. He can have his hundred, his hundred strong boy army. Yeah. And. They're all so greased up. (laughs) (laughs) These are some greasy strong boys. Yeah. (laughs) The Shield Society, they're called. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so he's, like, getting hyped on this militia thing. Uh And he comes, like. He's at the point where he's like, okay, I'm going to write my masterpiece. I'll write this for a novel series called The Sea of Fertility, mm-hmm. which, let me tell you, in this Gern's opinion, mm-hmm. kicks ass. Really? Nice. It rules. So, he's, so he is, so aside from the batshit, like, bananas things that he's doing in his life, yeah. he's a very good writer. He's an incredible writer. He's like, yeah. definitely, maybe top five, definitely top ten. Like, really? Of my favorite authors. Okay. Um, and, like, I I started reading him before I knew anything about him. Mm-hmm. And then once I looked into, into him and, like, his background, I was like, oh, yeah. holy shit. I, saw, I think I saw it when I was, like, reading about him. He, uh, he, he was, like, up for a Nobel Prize, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. But he didn't get multiple it. Multiple times. Multiple and, times. Yeah, and people kept telling him, they're like, hey, I got a good word yeah. that it's you this time, baby. And he's that's like, the worst. I, I that's can't the wait. worst thing. 
that yeah. could happen to someone who's that like mentally unhinged. You're yeah, not good. And he kept not <laughs> getting it, and he kept getting super bummed out. Yeah, I bet. Um, and then like a different Japanese author got it. <laughs> you, Pat just made this face of like, yeah, like went, awkward. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, okay, so then, so then what happens? <laughs> so yeah, so another Japanese author gets the Nobel Prize in, like 1970. Yeah, and, like he says something to like one of his family members or like someone close to him. He's like. They're not going to give a Nobel Prize to a Japanese writer for another 10 years. And, the, like, the person was like, he seemed like there was a tone to that that seemed to suggest, like, he's not going to be around in 10 years. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, yeah. And the reason that was There's was... nothing to worry about. Eh, no big. <laughs> no big. What could he possibly mean by that? I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so he starts, him and the S.H.I.E.L.D. Society start uh, planning a coup. Uh-huh. And the like, Japanese government. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. And like, this coup is based like it seems like he basically knows like this is never gonna work, but it's gonna be like a great opportunity for me to let's like kind of like show who I am as a person uh-huh. and then commit harakiri. Yeah. Um, and that's what he does. Him and the he gets up one morning. He sends off his like final novel to his publisher mm-hmm. and then him and the show society go to this military base. Um, they go and they're like, Hey, we want to meet with the general. And mm-hmm. the general's like, Hey, Yuki Mishima tight. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you. Um, and then they tie up the general and take him hostage. Uh-huh. Um, they're all holding samurai swords. Oh no. Um, yeah. The police come and like Mishima like fights them off. Which he fights he had, them off? Yes. With his samurai sword? Yes. They have guns, I'm assuming. I or, I guess, probably. I mean, I mean, it's also kind of weird because... Like, he doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. But, like, he, like, keeps them from, like... He he makes sure that they will go and... <clears throat> this is kind of like George Clooney taking over a military. Yeah, this is be like... It's so the cops same. would be like, okay, I don't... I can't... I'm not going to shoot gonna George Clooney. I'm not going to shoot George Clooney. Yeah, it's George weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his is crazy, but I'm pretty sure that's George Clooney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it is? God damn it. Yeah. I mean, this might sound stupid, but is that George... That's George Clooney. God. Yeah. <laughs> um. So his demands are just like, hey, gather everyone up at this base. I want to make a speech or we will kill this general. Yeah. And they're like, fine. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. So they gather up everybody. He gets on a balcony and he's like, I'm going to speak for about half an hour and just like give up my, all my opinions about like how I feel like we should go back to treating the emperor as divinity, how mm-hmm. we should be following Bushido, et cetera, et cetera. That's what I've been saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, he was basically ripping off Pat Dean. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets out there to do it and mm-hmm. the soldiers are not having it at all. Yeah. They're just, they're making fun of him. Oh, boy. And, like, they can't hear anything he's saying because they're just calling him a fool. They're calling him. They're, like, telling him to get off. Yeah. Get off the stage, idiot. Um, And he, like, speaks <laughs> for seven minutes. And then he's like, well, they're not listening. Whatever. Yeah. And then he walks inside. He sits down. Mm-hmm. And he takes his sword and he commits stabs pu- it into himself. Yeah, commits a puku. Yes. Yeah. And then has one of his... um. One of his boys chop his head off. Yeah. But his boy does a really bad job of it. Oh, God. Like, oh, he no. hits his back and his shoulders. Oh, I feel like if me and Ben tried to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fuck each other. We just fuck up the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And you're just like crying and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. This hurts so bad. Yeah, it's like, I'm pat ow. Get my neck. Yeah, I think it's boy hit some I'm pat like, ow. Is that what you said? No, it's like get my neck. Oh, I thought you said I'm pat. I'm pat. Ow. Get my neck. Like, what? Strange impression. <laughs> His boy hits him like three times Oof. and is just like crying and panicking. Yeah. As you might. Um, and then another guy in the Shield Society is like, I'll, I'll do it. Give it to me. <laughs> and just like. were too big. <laughs> Maybe. So it's hard to get through all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just like lops off his head with a just like one slash. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, God, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But he's already. Because he. So, Sapuka, the way you do it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, to make I actually super, know how to do seppuku. To make it, to make I went to Princeton. No, you know I learned this at the Heights. This is something that fucking. Oh wow! You probably actually saw people do it in no. real life then at the Heights. I yeah, they commit seppuku, but they hit each other with books I swear hard to enough God. to die. No, I swear to God, I swear to God, <laughs> Joe McPherson, the guy, the guy who really? did the books, he like explained how you do it. <laughs> Why did he do that? I don't remember, but Why I remember. Why would you do that? <laughs> but he told what you do is you take you take a smaller katana and Joe McPherson, like, of course. Of Japanese descent. Of Japanese descent, yeah. Famously of Japanese descent. Famously. Joe McPherson's son. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from the McPherson clan. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're mountain people. What? Yeah, I look different. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but so what you do is you take you take the katana and you start with uh I guess I don't know, it doesn't matter what hand you really use, but you take your dominant hand and then you take it to the opposite side and you stab into wow. yourself and then you slash across your stomach. And then you have to turn it and pull it up like this, uh, like up towards towards your fucking heart. Um, and Who comes up with these rules? The um, Japanese, you're not, dude. You're not, you're not doing this right? <laughs> the Japanese. Uh, and while you're doing that, uh, like if because obviously you're probably going to fuck up because it's hard to do and extremely painful. And also you're killing yourself. Um, you have a second. You have a second person who uh, stands sort of behind you and... Mm. Uh, s- cut your head off with a with a samurai sword with a katana, um, like to end the whole thing to make sure you're dead. Yeah, um, and wow. like one of the yeah. other like his second in command also did this. Yeah. Oh, um, really? So like when the police showed up, they like rushed into the room and they're like, oh, there's the decapitated head of the country's most famous novelist and <laughs> some dude. It's like, what if Stephen King did that? Yeah, would <laughs> uh, be so sad. <laughs> but like. Yeah, <laughs> and also the whole time I was reading about this, I was like, "This is 1971, right?" Yeah, like, that's it's the year. 1970. Yeah, it's like this is 1971. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> like God, just do cocaine so... like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> but, Wild. It doesn't give yeah. you the same thrill of how is this having guy... your head cut off? Do you? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you'd know this, but how is he remember? What's his legacy? How is he remembered in Japan? I mean, like I'm super well respected, yeah. but it's just kind of like, hey. This one weird thing also happened <laughs> at the end of his life. Yeah, I mean, like he wrote, I think, fifty plays, thirty-five novels, and like twenty-five short story collections. Holy shit! It's thirty-five like, novels. Thirty-five novels. That's it's a- all about wanting to die. <laughs> yeah, man, this he guy kind- was something else. Yeah, yeah. I he, mean, he kind of rules, but he also is kind of just a fucking trip. Sure. Oh man, wild. Well. I feel like we really learned something today. <laughs> did we? <laughs> I mean, I think we did too. I think that we've brought our nations closer. I guess so. I, I mean, do like, we have uh, anyone like that? Not really. Well, I don't know. I, mean, 
I mean, we definitely have all three that um, killed themselves, yeah. but like we have yeah. people. Robin Jay, Jay just suggested Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know because I'm trying to think of someone who took. Well, Donald Trump took a hard right turn, and now he's the president. Well, yeah, but I don't. Do think, you think he'll think he commit seppuku? No, no, he I never I, will. I don't think he knows what that is. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, who's somebody who uh, who did that? Hunter Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, kind but, of. But he didn't do it in, in. Yeah, that's true. Hunter S. Thompson. But Hunter I mean, S. Thompson didn't, did it because he was gonna like die of like cancer or whatever. Well, wasn't he like gonna die and so he killed himself? Yeah, it was all. It was that, but it was also kind of in response to the national climate. Hmm. Um, which I guess this guy was also responding to. Yeah, but, I mean a little. I uh, mean, it's, I but mean, in the it wrong, was... but in the really wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was mad but that Japan to, had gotten know, way thing. too chill. Because like he was very upset that they could only have the self defense force instead of a proper military. Yeah, that was the main thing too. Yeah, he yeah. felt they should have be they should be militaristically aggressive again. Yeah, um, he just like he felt that the perception of Japan was that they were delicate and weak. Dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I wish I wish I could tell him like as as like from from the United States. It's like no, uh, dude. All respect. <laughs> That's why we had to use nuclear weapons on you. It was the only we're the only people to have ever done that, <laughs> and it was only on you because you were too much. Yeah, but you're like, not weak. <laughs> but by like the sixties, early seventies, weren't doing that anymore. I guess. I guess. Try what, it again, bro. What do they want? They just want they want abuse. They just want to be like bomb us again. <laughs> Prove it to us. <laughs> this dude did, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Prove that we're worth it. It's like, oh man, this is very very hot. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's nuts. That's a fucking. He's a crazy dude. Yeah. Um, he's a really good author. Um, what are some of his books? Why don't you? Um, like, I mean, some of his bit. like his best. His final four books are probably, as a whole, his best work. Uh, like the, it's called the uh, Sea of Fertility Tetralogy. Okay. It's a four book Spring Snow, which is really really good. Uh, mm-hmm. Runaway Horses, which is good. Um, the Temple of Dawn, which mm-hmm. is definitely the weak point in the series, but still pretty good. Okay. And then Decay of the Angel, which kicks ass. Um, sounds like it does. Kicks ass, bro. <laughs> um, those are really good. Um, I recommend. It's like if you like were like I want to read just one book of his. I would really recommend uh, the Temple of the Golden Pavilion because it's pretty okay. short and it's like a pretty like succinct. All uh, of his titles sound amazing. Yeah, his titles <laughs> rule. Yeah. Uh, the, the other one I recommend is the Sailor Who Fell from Grace with the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a. Jeez. Yeah. You know, it's interesting how many of these people, after the fact, you look at their work and go like, oh, this person was like crying out for help this entire time. And sure. The only way they <laughs> oh, knew how to do it was through their art. Yeah. And we were just like, this is really good. And like, you don't get it. What's another thing that might be kind of philosophically interesting is that his whole coup attempt and the seppuku that he, can, that he did recently. Yeah. Or, not recently, but at the end. <laughs> just the other day. At the end, yeah. Just the other day. Ben wasn't listening at all. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, his second album is pretty yeah. good. Anyway, it's like, <laughs> Yeah, one of the best Italian uh, musicians of all time. <laughs> so we're talking about Giorgio Moroder, right? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, his, um, I mean, it's kind of performance art. Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. The coup like, is like definitely, because he knew it would fail. Like, there's no, there's no way it would have happened. Yeah. 
So, and I mean, he was super deep into the theater. He was super yeah. into like kabuki. He was a kabuki actor and um, spooky. Yeah, <laughs> spooky, spooky <kadooki>. kabuki. <laughs> um, okay. Well, the one thing that I think uh, he can he can come away with is I think Nietzsche would have loved him. Yeah, they would have been boys. They would have been such Just, boys. So that means Ben likes this guy. I mean, not. I mean, maybe. I don't know. What does Nietzsche think? <laughs> What did you think oh, of the Joker? That's right. I, I'm bad. I, I you should say like Tunk. <laughs> um, but what about, uh, no. Is there any chocolate milk? I'm Ben. I wouldn't say that. I love apple juice and I wouldn't say cherries. either of those. My name's Ben. I mean, I do love apple juice, but um, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> we just did. I guess I just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wait, but no, like I forgot that I wrote down this quote. Like during like the early early late fifties, I think he went on like a trip around the world, uh-huh. and he went to Greece, and <coughs> boy howdy, fucking loved it. Really? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's shocking. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but this, it, I wrote down this quote that said, "Greece cured my self hatred and my loneliness, and awoken me a will to health in a Nietzschean sense." Wow. wow. Well, so, there you go. There Way to go, go, Greece. Also, what a sentence. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Greece. Way well, go, folks, Greece. Eric, thank you for for joining our shabby little podcast. No problem. Eric McGurney, everybody. The, the Gurn Dog. We hope you fun. enjoyed visiting Cuck Nation. We do consider you an honorary uh, a citizen of Cuck Nation. Uh, same <laughs> you, thing with you everyone. Said, you said that he's. <laughs> if we get famous, he's taken care of, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. I I know. You'll be like, hey, remember? I got to take care of my man, the Gurn dog. So, Gurn, don't even worry about it. Nice. Yeah. Because I got some stuff in the works that I think is really going to go places. And by that, uh, lots of people like it and nothing will come of it. So, anyway, uh, (laughs) folks, we do appreciate you uh, listening to our uh, podcast. Uh, Again, go to Kyrgyz, use our code, nothing in all caps. You can find us on. Uh, the World Wide Web. You're on the internet. I'm on the internet. Yeah. Prove it. Uh, e. Nagurney on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Do you uh, all of them. Do you think people should follow you? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? It's their life. We're on uh, Twitter. Uh, ben is uh, at Gristleporn, G-R-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. I am at Pat Dean. Do not follow us. On Instagram, Ben is the same thing. I am Dean Man P. Thank you guys for listening. Tell a friend, Ben. Do you have a final thought? Leave us a uh, uh, a review on iTunes. Uh, say eat book. Uh, say eat veggies. Yeah, eat, eat veggies. veggies. That's right. Uh, hashtag veggies, gurn dog. How about that? Yeah, gur- gurning the dog. Yeah, I like. gurning the dog. <laughs> um, and um, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago we were driving from San Antonio and we decided. I don't even know why we decided that a, a new term for masturbation would be gurning the dog. And I just remember I posted on your Facebook wall. I just wrote, Eric, I have something horrifying to tell you. Yeah, I have some bad news. So, so f- folks, remember out there in this crazy world that we live in, uh, that sometimes you got to l- look for the light in the darkness because there's only one of you and that's all you can be. Yeah, that's that's. My new thing, Ben, is uh, inspirational sign-offs. Okay. Hey, you, keep on going, because if you don't, someone else will. And <laughs> keep true. on. Yeah, basically, that's, that's spite. You're just talking yeah. about spite. Hey, stay alive for spite. And reach for the sun. <laughs> yeah. Spite folks, is very powerful, though. Spite is an incredible thing. Uh, yeah. Folks, thank you so much for listening. As, as always, uh, the truth sucks. Uh, the sea is the bastard. And if uh, you're Time not, is the son of a bitch. Yep, and if you're not Catholic... You're going to hell. And here's 
big in Japan. <laughs>